Good morning and good coffee, everybody. Hey, it's time for some morning coffee with Larry, and I'm glad that you are here joining with me today for another great day of living life to the fullest. (laughs) I don't know where that came from, but you know what? I think it's true. Every day you wake up, you've got another chance to do life in a great way. I don't care what's getting you down. I don't care what's limiting you. Work inside those limits. Work inside what you're able to and make the most of every day. Well, today is Friday. I believe it's July 28th, 2023. And it is, what time is it? I got to take off my glasses so I can see up close. It's 5.11 in the morning. And uh, it is, let me double check. Because sometimes you see something and you're not sure if it's quite accurate. Yeah, it is 80 degrees outside right now. 80 degrees at 5 o'clock in the morning. Holy cow. There's, uh, There's a slight breeze starting. When I came out just five minutes ago, I didn't feel any breeze at all. One of the things that I've learned is uh, as the sun starts to come up, if everything's been wind still, as it starts, you don't even see the sun. You don't see the sunrise. You don't see any lights or anything in the sky. But you will notice a slight wind starting, almost like it's it's the whisper of the coming day. I first noticed that during uh, deer season when I get out in a deer stand you know, way before daylight, and I'd just be sitting there and listening to what's going on. And you could hear uh, the silence. It was almost deafening. And then the leaves, the leaves, you know, what was still in the trees started wrestling a little, wrestling a little bit. Because, uh, you know, most of the trees, the leaves are down. But there's a few, you know, Oak trees don't release their leaves very easily. And you could feel that breeze starting in. So anyway, uh, last time on the podcast, I was talking about my grandson, Josh. Uh, We have not heard anything since completing the crucible on Wednesday. But um, this that's that's not uncommon. uh, the the marine recruits they don't get to call home very often. Um, I think there was there's only been like two phone calls. Uh, one when he <laughs> yelled that he was here and then had to hang up the phone because that's their tradition. <clears throat> and then to uh, uh, a very brief phone call for making travel plans after graduation for coming home for ten days. So we're making plans for going out there in a couple of weeks for the graduation. But in this case, um, no news is good news. He completed, if if he didn't complete it, I'm sure there would have been some sort of contact. So uh, his, uh, his event, his trial is over. He is now officially a Marine. And we're just, we're tickled for him uh, regarding that. <coughs> Excuse me, let me get a sip here. Uh, well, today I just wanted to touch base on, you know, whenever, um, I guess, 
some thoughts that came to my mind as I woke up and came outside. I woke up maybe quarter till five. And I was just kind of laying there in bed and was like, you know what? I'm not going to get back to sleep. Let's just get up. Let's start the day. And I came out here, going to record the podcast. And the first thing I hear in the silence is just that. I don't know if it, the microphone can pick it up, but it was a rooster crow. <clears throat> and I know that crow. I've got a lot. We got a lot of roosters. We actually have total poultry on the farm um, from chicks up to uh, full grown uh, chickens is 96. <laughs> and that's Andy, or not Andy, that is um, Stevie. Um, Stevie is our blind Colombian chicken. He got an eye infection. And um, I treated him for four weeks with uh, medication in both of his eyes, keeping him separate from the other chickens, and <clears throat> it didn't work, uh, sadly. And one eye completely came out. The other one, it's in, but it has a real milky film. And I don't know if he really can see out of it or not, but he's our blind chicken, so we call him Stevie Wonder, and uh, he's got a girlfriend, uh, and uh, uh, she wound up with him in the, the, the separate cage because the other chickens, if they see one with a weakness, they just pick on him brutally, and they had, they had assaulted him. They had uh, pulled out all of his tail feathers, and so we put him uh, into this separate pen for treatment, and Anyway, uh, his girlfriend, she had a medical problem on her head, on her face, and we put her in there with Stevie and, and treated it, and they seemed to get along good together, so uh, that became his partner, and we called her Tamika because that's Stevie Wonder's wife. So I'm going way off on this rabbit trail explaining names, but anyway, I know Stevie's call. I know his crow, and what's interesting, there's no daylight. There's a little bit of light coming up now. The only light is a security light we have out here. And he is crowing. He's not crowing to the sun. He's crowing because that's what he's supposed to do. That's what he's supposed to do. And he's been crowing periodically. No other roosters are, but he is. Now I'm hearing another sound. And that is one of our ducks. Ducks are party animals. This is a female non-flying duck. It's one of those just large white ones. She normally just stayed around the, the uh, machine shed, but she is... Let me get up here for a second. She came all the way from the farm part over to our house making little quacks. Why? Because she knows, she has learned that there are some ducks that like hanging out at our house. And she came over here just simply going, hey, 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 anybody out here? Hey, hey. And that's kind of what ducks do. 
God designed them that way. They're supposed they're social creatures. They need to be with other ducks. Ducks don't do well by themselves. They get picked off by predators. And she has found three ducks over here. And I hear more ducks a little ways from here. I also heard a little bit ago a bullfrog. We've got a pond right by the house. But he was croaking, not by the pond, a little bit further away. And he did about five or six croaks, and then he was done. I'm hearing a few other songbirds that are starting their morning tweeting, morning calls. And of course, you've got insects making their sounds. Why are all these animals making noise and it's only 19 minutes after 5 in the morning? Because that's what they're supposed to do. That's how they're designed. That's how God designed them. To do certain things. Oh, good morning, Stevie. <laughs> he crowed again. So what are we supposed to do if we wake up in the morning. Oh, one of the dogs on patrol heard something or saw something and is barking. But why? what are we supposed to do if we wake up? Did God design us to lay there for an hour flipping through our phones? Did we get, uh, do, are we supposed to, you know, listen to the radio or I don't know. What, what are we supposed to do if we wake up? Well, several years ago, somebody gave me this suggestion. Gave me this thought to ponder on. I don't remember who it was. There's a couple of people popping into my mind, but I don't remember who it was. But this is what it, what it was. is If you wake up in the middle of the night... And you can't go back to sleep. Maybe that is God waking you up because somebody needs you to pray. Somebody needs you to pray for them. Well, do you need to know the name of the person or what the issues are in order to pray? No, you don't. You just start praying. <clears throat> Prayer is the way of talking with God. Prayer, I mean, really, that's what it is. You are talking to God. And there are times God talks back. Maybe it's not an audible voice. I think if, if it was an audible voice I heard in the room, it'd scare the crap out of me. Just like it, you know, his booming voice frightened the Israelites whenever they were released from Egypt. And... Uh, it frightened them. They thought it sounded like thunder. No, what he often does is he will bring things to our mind. He will speak at that still, soft voice that seems like our thoughts, but we also know they're not our thoughts. But when we spend time in the night praying for someone else, What does that do for us 
and our relationship with God. It's not where we're coming to him saying, God, get me out of this situation. It's not, you know, the, the, the bat phone from the old TV series where Commissioner Gordon picked it up saying, Batman, we're in trouble. No, it's not that. What it's doing is we're coming to God and we're saying, somebody need, I think somebody needs help. <coughs> somebody needs comfort. Somebody needs encouragement. Somebody needs healing. There's someone who has a need or there's a family who has a need. You know what? When you start praying, God will give you the words to pray. And it doesn't have to be perfect and flowery. And, you know, prayers, I think genuine prayers do not sound anything like little prayer books you can buy at a Christian bookstore. Where here's your prayer for this and here's your prayer for that. Yeah, they can be a good guide maybe to help you gain perspective, gain some understanding. But when you talk to a friend, do you need to have a book that gives you what you're supposed to say when you talk to a friend, when you talk to a parent, when you talk to a child? No. You just start talking to them and you develop a relationship. I saw a little video snippet, one of those uh, little reels or short little videos where somebody was telling the story about this particular lady whose husband had died and she would go out uh, to restaurants every so often and sit by herself and have her meal and probably contemplate, you know, how she wished her husband was still there with her. And there was a young man who came into the restaurant following her in in the door and saw she was by herself and that she got her food and sat down and just kind of had a, a little bit of a sad or a lonely face. And so when he got his meal, he went up to her and said, I see you're sitting here alone that you might be lonely. Would you like some company for a meal? And she said, yes, I would. And they sat down and they had a wonderful, laughing, joking time. It didn't turn into a long-term friendship, but they just, they knew what to do. It's just a lot of times people are afraid to do something that they know how to do, but it's in a different context. I can't talk to strangers. Well, guess what? Actually, you can, and you have on many occasions. You just don't recognize it. Well, guess what? If you're not comfortable just talking with God, the way you're going to get comfortable is just do it. And if you're angry at God because of something that's happened in your relationship you've pulled away, what better time than the middle of the night to lay it out for God and then forgive God. Not because God's done anything wrong, but because maybe you need to say the words to get over this hump of whatever it is you're holding against him and develop and grow that relationship. And then you wake up at two in the morning or at three in the morning or at four in the morning and you wake up and you know, you're not 
immediately falling back to sleep. Take that opportunity to say, Heavenly Father, I'm here. I don't know why I'm awake, but I'm here. I'm here and let's talk. I think there's somebody that needs prayer. I don't know what it is, but God, touch them in a way that they know you're present. You're present in their moment. You're present with them, that they are not abandoned. Help them to see you. Help them to understand that you're there and they're not alone. Give them comfort. Give them peace. Give them direction in their life. Help them to know what they need to do. Make your plan for them so clear they cannot mistake it for anything else. Give them strength. Give them courage as they face whatever they're facing. Whether it's illness, whether it's work troubles, whether it's family troubles, whether they are struggling just with themselves, they don't have a good relationship with themselves. Come alongside them, Father. And be with them and make your presence known. There. It's a conversation you have with your Heavenly Father. You can think it in your head. You can say it out loud. You know, if you don't want to wake up (laughs) someone else in the room, you may do it in your head. Or get up. Have that early cup of coffee or, you know, a glass of iced tea. And uh, have, the, have the prayer. Have, have your prayer time with God out loud. I find when I do that, it feels a lot more effective. At least for me. So, roosters crow when they wake up in the morning. Ducks start jibber-jabbering and walking around trying to find, you know, the other ducks when they wake up in the morning. Bullfrogs croak in the morning. The wind blows in the morning. And you know, that breeze feels pretty good when it's 80 degrees and it's still in the five o'clock hour. So make the most of your time. Don't waste it like I do and you do and everyone does with mindless social media. Yes, I do love it. And I do love it whenever you post anything or I see, you know, if you're one of my Facebook friends and I see something of yours pop up. But guess what? I can do that in five minutes. I don't have to waste time watching those little short addictive videos over and over and over again. And then after I stop, I don't remember any of them. But guess what? You sit down, you have that conversation with God, and you make that your habit. I guarantee you, you're going to find a level of peace, a level of comfort, and a relationship That's never going to go away. All right. That's it for today. Make the most of it. And we will catch you next time with a cup of coffee 
or a glass of iced tea or whatever it is you're drinking. All right. Take care, everybody. Love y'all. Bye-bye.